Well, we are moving on today in Colossians, moving into chapter 3, and we're only going to tackle a few verses today, verses 1 through 4, and uh, Paul moves into uh, a challenge about um, living as those who are made alive in Christ. And uh, when we think about uh, our lives, there's kind of the chapter before Christ. Uh, maybe we've had some seasons of incredible depth and closeness, and then maybe some seasons of wandering. And I think if we look back with honesty on our journey, um, for most of us, it's probably not been a steady path of <laughs> going along with Jesus without interruptions and distractions. Um, but what Paul challenges us with here is to see that um, because of Jesus, uh, we've been fundamentally changed at our core because of Jesus. Life takes a trajectory that it could not have taken apart from him uh, and that it would not take apart from him. And so we are alive now in ways that we could never be alive before uh, because of Jesus. And, um, you know, how do we how do we take the temperature on that? You know, what's the barometer for measuring uh, our life in Christ? And I would say one steady barometer, one steady metric is, um, is there a history of growth and grace? Do we see our lives growing and changing? Is there noticeable transformation? Do we see it? Do others see it and acknowledge it? Do they see that, um, you know, the Lord has become our all in all? And, um, you know, can others acknowledge that they see growth there? And can we humbly receive those acknowledgments as uh, a reminder of God's hand at work in our lives? And so, uh, yes, there are metrics. I think um, growth in Christ-likeness is the ultimate personal trajectory of every disciple of Jesus. If we want to measure how we're growing, um, we should ask and uh, others that are close to us, and we should look closely at our own hearts and maybe read back through our journals and, and see if we can acknowledge that there's some growth there. Have we really been made alive in Christ, or do we just talk about it? And I think there's a big difference between um, really setting out on that trajectory and, and moving toward that in an honest way through all of life's struggles and demands, challenges, difficulties, places of pain and loss, um, is that trajectory consistent? Are we consistently plugging into and pressing into Jesus? And so that's really uh, what I want to challenge us to think about as we set out today. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love you today. God, you're good and you're merciful, you're kind, you're patient, uh, you're loving, you're forgiving. <laughs> Lord, we just rest in the truth of who you are today. Father, speak through your word. Um, may these truths come to life within us, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, well, let's get right into the scripture, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Paul writes, Since then you have been raised with Christ, set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. I love what Paul says here. He says, you've been raised with Christ. We've talked about that before, that baptism is that symbol of our death to sin and our being raised to new life in Christ. Paul says, since that's true of you, since you've been raised with Christ, you have 
your spirit, your heart, your soul has been resurrected to new life in him. Set your heart on things above. Uh, where Christ, our King, the living Christ, is seated at the right hand of God, presently now, in the present tense, active sense of the word, Jesus is alive. He is seated on heaven's throne at the right hand of God, and uh, he has all power and authority. And so if we set our minds on things above, we will not be as easily tripped up and distracted by the things down here. And so it's a really conscious shift in focus. It's a conscious shift to uh, concentrate on and focus on and meditate on uh, heavenly things, the things of of God. And so there's a choice there. We can be distracted and tripped up by the things here. And those things can have most of our attention and energy. Or we can say those things will be what they will be. And I'm going to focus my attention on Jesus. And that's Paul's encouragement as well. He says, set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. Oh, how often we're tripped up by these things that are happening around us. I love Jesus teaching where he talks about his uh, disciples are on the boat with him and the storm kicks up and Jesus is sleeping and they wake him up in a flurry of, of um, chaos and, and drama and, and uh, he speaks to the water and the waves and says, peace be still. <laughs> and they calm down and I think about our own lives, how often the things that we're experiencing are just wind and waves. And if we would turn to Jesus and trust him, he would speak peace over those things that cause us so much trouble, that bring so much turmoil. That's what it means to set our minds and our hearts on things above, not on earthly things. He reminds us we've died. We've died. The person we were before Christ is dead and gone. It's been nailed to the cross. And our lives are now hidden with Christ and God. Think about Elijah hiding in the rock before God appeared to him. And the safety of that calm, peaceful place. Prior to that, he's on the run. He's afraid for his life. He just had the showdown on, on the mountain with the prophets of Baal and everybody's after him. And he's finally in a safe place and he's wrapped in God's embrace. And the peace has come and he's waiting and he's waiting. And God comes to him and reveals himself in a still, small voice. And he's still doing that. Our lives are hidden with Christ and God. He has us tucked away in his safe embrace. Uh, nothing can get to us. John ten twenty eight says, Jesus says, the, those the Father has given to him can never be snatched out of his hand. And we take great, uh, great comfort in that promise. We are hidden with Christ in God. And then he says, when Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will appear with him in glory. This is about his return for the church, for those faithful ones who have put their faith in him and proclaim him as Lord and live for him and with him in the world. And so we have all these great and precious promises. And my friends, I pray that whatever might be distracting you today, whatever turmoil might be stirring within your hearts, would you turn it over to Jesus and just trust him with it? God bless you. Thanks for uh, hanging out today. And I look forward to meeting together with you again tomorrow. Uh, have a blessed day. Turn your attention, fix your mind and your eyes on things above, not on earthly things. God bless.